Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. In the beginning, the Eternal One created the heavens and the earth. In His selfless love, He created an environment of diversity and life, shapes and colours, days and nights, times and seasons. He took great care in all that He created. For what He created was a place of honour and respect and intimacy and harmony. His heart's desire was and is and always will be for us to live together in harmony with Him, each other and His creation. In intimacy and honour, together delighting in His perfect world. The Eternal One was and is and always will be personally connected with His creation. For out of love he created. The Eternal One took great care in creating a perfect home for all the living creatures, including humanity, before he created them. He did not need to create, but because he loves with a selfless love, he created and gave it all to us. It is because the Eternal One so loves that he honoured the first man and woman. He intimately and personally gave all of himself to them. Because he so loves, in honour and respect, he gave his image to humanity. He gave his authority to care for his perfect world. So together we would live in perfect harmony with the rhythms of the Eternal One and all his creation. Created as the crowning glory of the Eternal One's creation, humanity and their relationship with the Lord is intricately linked with all of creation. The power to choose was placed in the hands of humanity and all creation is implicated by the choice. Humanity chose to be one with both good and evil instead of only good. As a result of this choice, they activated evil, death, guilt and shame into the Eternal One's once-perfect world. The Eternal One's once-perfect world has been corrupted. The damage of evil is evident to this day. With chaotic weather patterns and the cycle of life and death. Yet in amongst it all, Throughout the ages and cultures of humanity, the Eternal One continues to pursue humanity in love, revealing himself to humanity in ways each one would understand. In ancient cultures, they were dependent on the cycle of the seasons. They waited for the former rains to soften the soil to prepare the ground for ploughing and sowing of the crops. Just as important as the former rain was to the ancient people, so was the latter rain. For it is the latter rain that brought much-needed life-giving water to the crops, so that they could grow in readiness 
for a bountiful harvest. Throughout the Bible, the Eternal One, who is the Lord, links the latter reign of his physical creation with that of his spiritual creation, specifically with his relationship with humanity and our relationship with all of his creation. Let us go to the first mention of the latter reign in the Bible. It is in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 10 to 17. For the land which you go to possess is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you sowed your seed and watered it by foot, as a vegetable garden. But the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks water from the rain of heaven, a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. And it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments which I command you today, to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will give you the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain your new wine, and your oil. And I will send grass in your fields for your livestock, that you may eat and be filled. Take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them, lest the Lord's anger be aroused against you, and he shut up the heavens so that there be no rain and the land yield no produce, and you perish quickly from the good land which the Lord is giving you. The former and latter rain on the physical land is linked to the Lord's covenant relationship with the ancient Israelites, a covenant that they chose to enter into. The Lord made it very clear to them that he cared for this land that he was giving them. He was giving to them this land from the depths of his heart. So the Lord, in honour and respect to the ancient Israelites, gave them the land. The Lord remained faithful to them. It was now the ancient Israelites' choice to honour and respect the Lord and the land that he had given them. If they chose to remain faithful to the Lord and worship only him, they will live in his rhythms and be honouring the land. However, if the ancient Israelites chose to betray the Lord and worship other gods, then the land will suffer as a consequence. So the coming of the latter rains upon the land the Lord had given to the ancient Israelites is intricately woven into their covenant with the Lord. The next mention of the latter rain in the Bible, God's love story to us, is in Proverbs. Proverbs is a book of wisdom through the eyes of the writer. That is wisdom gained through life experiences. The book of Proverbs was written by King Solomon, 
the third king to rule over ancient Israel. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 15 In the light of the king's face is life, and his favour is like a cloud of the latter rain. So Solomon likens the latter rain to the favour or delight and goodwill of the king, the latter rain being likened to a blessing from the king. So when the Lord speaks to the ancient Israelites about the latter rain, they are reminded of their covenant with him. Yet sadly from generation to generation, the ancient Israelites chose to break their covenant with the Lord and align themselves with other gods, just as the Lord had warned them against. They chose to follow the deceptions of their hearts and knowingly corrupted his land with gods of humanity's making. Jeremiah chapter 3, verses 1 to 3 They say, If a man divorces his wife, and she goes from him, and becomes another man's, may he return to her again? Would not the land be greatly polluted? But you have played the harlot with many lovers. Yet return to me, says the Lord. Lift up your eyes to the desolate heights and see, where have you not lain with men? By the road you have sat for them like an Arabian in the wilderness, and you have polluted the land with your harlotries and your wickedness. Therefore the showers have been withheld, and there has been no latter rain. You have had a harlot's forehead. You refuse to be ashamed. Even in the corruption of the ancient Israelites turning to worship other gods, the Lord, who is rich in mercy, urges them to return to him. They have committed spiritual harlotry. Having known and experienced the one true God, they deliberately chose to break the Lord's heart and worship the gods of humanity's making. They chose to become one with just evil and even delight in evil. The Lord's heart breaks as they knowingly disrespect and dishonour him. Yet the Lord continues to pursue them in love. Jeremiah chapter 5, verses 24 to 25 They do not say in their heart, Let us now fear the Lord our God who gives rain, both the former and the latter, in its season. He reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these things away, and your sins have withheld good from you. Unfortunately, the ancient Israelites were giving false credit and power to the gods of humanity's making. The ancient Israelites knew that it is the Lord who brings the former and latter rains. 
yet chose to worship the gods of humanity's making. The Lord continues to give the ancient Israelites an opportunity to once again honour and respect him, to acknowledge who he is and choose to align themselves with him. If only the ancient Israelites will acknowledge in their heart that it is the Lord who created the heavens and the earth. It is the Lord who gives both the former and latter rain. Again, the Lord makes it very clear that if they continue to follow the deceptions of their heart and align themselves with the gods of the surrounding nations, they are not only bringing shame onto themselves, but bringing shame onto the land in which they dwell. Again, the latter reign is linked with the relationship between the Lord, humanity, and the land. Hosea chapter 6, verses 1 to 6 Come, and let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. After two days he will revive us. On the third day he will raise us up, that we may live in his sight. Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain like the latter and former rain to the earth. Impenitence of Israel and Judah. O Ephraim, what shall I do to you? O Judah, what shall I do to you? For your faithfulness is like a morning cloud, and like the early dew it goes away. Therefore I have hewn them by the prophets. I have slain them by the words of my mouth. And your judgments are like light that goes forth. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice. And the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. The spiritual adultery of the ancient Israelites continued. The Lord continued to send his prophets to speak for him. One such prophet was Joel. In the time of the prophet Joel, the word of the Lord came to him to call the people to change their thinking and give their allegiance to the Lord, for he is the one who is faithfully bringing the former and latter rain. Disaster had come upon the land of the southern kingdom of the ancient Israelites. Again, the adulterous people who claimed to be the Lord's were urged to cry out to the Lord, to render their hearts to the Lord and to turn away from the gods formed by humanity. Then the Lord would be zealous for the land. Joel chapter 2 verse 23 be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. 
and down to verse 27 to 32. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my Spirit in those days. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, among the remnant whom the Lord calls. The Lord through his prophet Joel reveals the union between the spiritual and natural realm. All of God's creation. Just as the physical former and latter reign is intricately woven together with the ancient Israelites' covenant relationship with the Lord and the land that he had given them, so it is in the spiritual. Even amongst the adulterous ancient Israelites who continue to bring shame upon themselves and the land, there is always a remnant. Those who have remained faithful to their covenant with the Lord. The Lord pours out his spiritual rain, the former and the latter rain upon all who choose to receive him, receive his right to rule and reign, and worship only him. The Lord assures his people that they will never be put to shame. So, in honour and respect, the Lord pours out his spirit. This outpouring is for the whole community, regardless of gender, age, social economic status. The Lord pours out his spirit upon each one, each one equally. Sons and daughters shall prophesy, old men shall dream dreams, young men shall see visions. And those, no matter what economic status, his spirit he pours out upon. Each one, equal, equal. In a covenant relationship with the Lord for all eternity. Praise his mighty name. Tune in next week as we go deeper into the spiritual realm and unravel the mystery of the former and the latter reign. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.